90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, you guys. How are you? Good afternoon or morning or, or night evening, or, or whatever you want it to be. Exactly. Rachel will be in the middle of the night because Rachel watches us in the middle of the night from Australia. Uh, so Rachel at the moment might be tucked into her duna. <laughs> what? Is that dinner? No, oh. duna. She would know that she's very comfortable all cuddled up in a duna. Is this because you've I've been watching never too heard many of episodes of Below the Deck? No, it's because I'm learning things. Okay. Um, Look we'll at you. <laughs> a duvet cover is what we have. Yeah. A duvet. Um, and down under in Melbourne <laughs> and other places, uh, they'd be using a duna. That's what I was told by my friend Liza. Is she your oh. F45 burner? She's a burner. <laughs> you would, if you were having a burner, you would throw the duna on the ground. <laughs> That's my guess, if okay. you were boiling hot. <laughs> Talking about Down Under. See? Um, Don't get men dirty, at work, Adam. Down Under. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making a whoop. Um, <laughs> men at Work, Down Under. Was that released in the 90s? No, it was the 80s, like 1982 or three. Can I still say something about Down Under by Men at Work? Please. There's this new remix by Lude, L-U-U-D-E. It's amazing. Go listen really? to it. It's re- it sounds current. It's amazing, cool. uh, and it's a re- it's a well a remix. It's a it's a cover of nice. uh, Was it done Down by Under by Men at Work. No, by Lude. L U U D E. It's amazing. End of the cool. parenthesis. Okay. Let's right. go back, <laughs> back to the to show. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, uh, we're getting into it today. It's a lot of there's a lot of mail going on in the show today. A lot of testosterone. Well, you know what? Not too much testosterone, probably a good balance of it, because I think um, the 75-year-old that we'll talk about has less in the way of testosterone, more in the way of, you know, giant success that we love. Um, so we're going to tell you which rock star thinks that bands are for teenagers. This this from a guy who was a teenager when he was in his very successful band. Um, you probably won't have uh, a hard time or be surprised when we tell you about another artist whose solo career is doing really well, but he'd rather be in a band. And when you con- compare and contrast the two stories, they'll make complete sense. We're also going to wrangle a Canadian country star. See what I did there? Wrangle. Yep. I know. Nice. Uh, and the guy's in 98 degrees. But first, that 75-year-old that I was talking about. Of course, we're going to do Kelly's trivia. We've got a 90s rewind that'll take us to the end of our favorite decade. Springtime 99. Good times. Mm. Uh, but Elton John and his tour that continues, which I think will go on forever. Yeah. Because in normal times when it was forecast, it was banked for like, or forecast to be like three years And then, you know, two years got taken up by COVID. And uh, I guess within all of that, why not work on new music, right? Because you're 75. Because you're Elton John. (laughs) Because you're Elton John. John. And you just can't stop. Exactly. And you know what? Um, Again, this tour will command a lot of of time for him, the better part of a couple of years still. Uh, But he's hardworking. He loves music, period. He loves new music. He likes discovering new music. And he likes working with the artists that are making it. Um, and obviously he's made the most of his time, uh, while everything was on hold. He also recently was honored at the Global Awards Mass Appeal Prize. He was given the prize for Mass Appeal. Again, no surprise. This is a guy who, who presented himself in fine form in the early seventies and really hasn't stopped. Um, 
And it was at the awards that he kind of let it slip that more new music is on the way. And again, not surprising. He's got a, a let me drop a big word on you, a plethora <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of music Whoa. to draw from. Yeah, he's been he's been going, man. He's a goer. He likes making music, which is really cool. Sidebar, a few years back when uh, even like it was a few years after him and uh, Elton John and Billy Joel did the uh, the tour the dueling pianos or not dueling pianos. It was, they were doing each other's songs, but they toured together. And it was after that, that Elton John sort of expressed his disbelief that, that Billy Joel isn't making new music and doesn't have an interest in it. When you consider that, that comment was probably like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. And he's been nonstop. Like he just Mm -hmm. makes music. So, um, when accepting the award for mass appeal, he, uh, he let it slip. Been working in this industry for a long time, he says, over 50 years, and it's still a, a real joy to be making and releasing music and knowing that the songs many people enjoy, tuning in and hearing those songs being played on the radio. In fact, even after all this time, there's still the utter thrill as an artist when you hear your music played on air for the very first time. I'm sure it is. Wow. No doubt. Gosh, and we know how solid a songwriter he is and a great performer. So we can look forward to new music from Elton John. What's really cool, too, is as you and I and Adam have discussed before, is that he loves discovering like up and coming artists. Like he was one of the first ones on yeah. the Ed Sheeran bandwagon, like, you know, in 2012 yep. or whatever, whatever. Um, he's become good friends with Dua Lipa. He was good friends with Lady Gaga. Like she's the godmother of his kid or one of them. Um, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, and now like he's even talking about Ollie Alexa- Alexander from years and years collaborating with, you know, Dua Lipa as well. Like it's just, he's, he's got street cred for days. Oh yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And I think that songwriters gravitate towards songwriters too. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's, he's an OG. Yeah. But now when he got, cause like the, the cold heart from Dua Lipa song, like I think it went to number one. So isn't that like his sixth decade or something or fifth decade of yep. having like a number one song? Yep, that was the the distinction that was made when that happened. That he he'd had hit music within six in six different decades. Bananas, crazy. Yeah. By the way, I know we don't have a lot of females to talk about today, but I did want to mention this is sidebar. Uh, Madonna. Um, Madonna. I follow her. I'm sure you do as well, <laughs> Sharon. Not sure about you, Adam, but on the Instagram. And uh, yep. she I think posted, I unfollowed one day. Do you, Adam? I think I unfollowed her one day because she was posting so much, and I was like, I can't handle this anymore. It's yeah, been a while. Recapitulate, Adam. Um, okay. So she recently. <laughs> you let me know about she it. She recently posted, I think, in the last twenty-four hours. She's in the studio uh, working on new tunes. Uh, speaking of new tunes, and this is what I love. She said something like, mu- like "The caption was something to the effect of music and sushi saves my life or save my life.'" And so it's these <laughs> pictures of Madonna, like, in the studio, like, working on new music. And then at one point, I guess they got, like, sushi as a lunch break or dinner break, whatever. But what I wanted to mention more so out of all of this is that, like, uh, you you both know that I've recorded music before. So when I when I go to the studio, I try to be in the most comfortable clothing possible so that I feel like I'm feeling my vibe. I've got all my stuff going on. I would like to say that I've never seen Madonna... Um, more, I can't, like, she looked like she was going to a strip club because uh, she has leather leather jackets on, fishnet things. I think she was in high heels, like, fully makeup, the whole thing. And I'm like, I guess she needs to get in that vibe to record her music. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just you just said you need to get in your vibe. Yeah. She, she needs to get in hers. But normally, like, and her vibe. Sorry, go, Sharon, go. I was just going to say her vibe lately has been, like, 
what's her vibe all about? Like she's been a bit uh, uh, different yeah. with her posts. Yeah. And she's also like always hardly wearing clothing. Like she's she's mm. almost it's always like some kind of fishnet cat suit. Like And she's got she's got the, the grills going on too in her teeth and she's got like she's had something done. But she's she's like zooming, you know, zooming into the cl- tight shot with a, a weird pucker and pulling back. It's there's some stuff, man. <laughs> but at the end of the day, she's badada. She is. I just I, I, I <laughs> applaud her because, I, you know, we've all seen behind the scenes of whatever music that we like. And usually even the most whoever artist is usually in comfy clothing. You know what I mean? Like when they're recording, yeah. like they usually are in some level, like no binding jeans so that you can record with your, you know, your get all your air. So the fact that she's in like these, these swimsuits, basically with a fish. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I, I love that girl. Go girl. Like, like the comfort that we are displaying on the show yeah. today. I just mm-hmm. realized before I came down to my office that I had one last glimpse of, of my hair that, uh, was basically gym head because I thought I won't shower. I'll shower, but I won't wash my hair. I'll save that for tomorrow morning before work. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, wait a sec. <laughs> you don't look good. Yeah. So uh, there's a hat for that. And I'm wearing it. <laughs> I love it. Um, before we get to trivia, do I do I give you some, some listener feedback or do we do trivia first? Please. Oh, which, which, go ahead. Like if it's good, go there. If it's not good, don't. All right. It's great. So... Um, <laughs> As always, a, a wonderful shout out to to uh, Rachel and Ginger Bear, who I love. Now have uh, they have like a communication going on on our YouTube channel, like very they good. talk to each other and respond. Like it's very cool. So I love that we have an Australian and a New Zealander having a good time together. And Ginger Bear still says, uh, "Stay hot." Um, nice. But I wanted to give a shout out because we have a new listener who has decided to um, make their presence known. So oh, yes. I wanted to give a shout out to Carolyn Jones. Uh, I, I do not know where Carol- Carolyn is from, but maybe now when she watches the show she'll or this episode, she will let us know where she's from. But she says, so much fun to listen to you guys, exclamation mark. Hi, Sharon, Kelly, and Adam. Fantastic podcast. Love the 90s. I'm in my 50s, so this brings back many memories. Keep up the great work. Uh, and then she gave a thumbs up to everyone. I can well, tell that's you who Carolyn Jones is. is she your friend? Well, she's a, a listener of our radio station at uh, Shome in Montreal and a uh, huge, huge fan of the station and of music and of all things fun. So I'm not surprised at all that she's listening to the podcast. So thanks, Carolyn. I love it. Yeah. Thumbs up back to you. That's nice. Yeah. So that's it. Should we do some uh, trivia? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. By the way, I think you both saw that our clip of the week was me looking very enthused about Adam's response from trivia last week. <laughs> like a proud mama bear. Yeah. Oh, good, Adam. Yeah. The bar just keeps getting higher, <laughs> higher and higher and higher. Oh, yeah. So I'll try not to be over-enthusiastic on anything you come up with today, Adam. Uh, Maybe just be happy when I yeah, get it. Exactly. How about that? And by the way, we mentioned this last week, but a quick um, happy birthday to Sharon, who uh, recently oh, happy birthday, birthday, Sharon! Thank you very much. The birthday birthday festival continues. Yeah, yeah. Can you? Oh, before we do this, quickly tell them about your birthday donuts, which I had never in my life oh. put these ingredients in my mind. Okay, well, and it's amazing. 
uh, it felt like a victory because Kelly came in my studio and I, I had bought donuts or Deb had bought donuts for me to bring to work and share uh, from our favorite place called Bernie Bang, which is Bang is uh, French for donut, as Adam very well knows, and Kelly too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Kelly was like, no, 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 can't do it. I'm trying to keep things healthy. I'm like, <laughs> just take a quarter of this donut. And it was um, a donut with a maple glaze and bacon mm. on top, which when you think of it, you know, maple syrup, bacon, everybody loves that. So these extremely fresh donuts, it's a mind blow. So that Kelly said, okay, I'll try it, and then liked it. I was like, hell yes. I'm not sure why I felt it as such a great victory, but uh, a delicious one nonetheless. Those donuts are incredible. I swear also that I've got a a great uh, group of friends that have, I guess, kept me fed over the past uh, few days because I got a lot of food given to me. We had a um, a cake delivered to our show this morning. Sorry, a cake each delivered from a this. A cake what? A cake for each of us, one each. Oh, A cheesecake wow. even, okay? So uh, one of the uh, young people in the uh, office that, you know, gets the mail and brings stuff up, her name is Magali. She brought up the three boxes and put them down. And we didn't know how strong she was until we tried to lift up each of our own boxes. So from from a, a listener <laughs> who may be a new listener to this podcast, he brought us each a cheesecake because he's a caterer. He has a few businesses going. I weighed the cake when I got home because it was remarkably heavy. And so on my little scale, the cake clocked in at seven pounds <laughs> So just about seven and a half pounds. That's more than babies. Yeah, I know. It's it's compelling. (laughs) That's a cheesecake. (laughs) That is a heavy cheesecake. That's a solid cheesecake. So it's it's hard to it's hard to you know watch your waistline when you'll be at the gym for the next six months, Sharon. (laughs) Easily. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So question number one for uh, trivia. What was the original name of Starburst Candies? P.S. I thought Starburst Candies was the original name of Starburst Candies. Yeah, that's that's sort of what you're reading in my face right now. Huh? <laughs> what uh, was the original name? So that original name was in the 90s or was it before the 90s? Were they called Starburst in the, in in the, the 90s? 90s? It's all 90s questions, right? So <laughs> Yeah, but maybe the original name was in the 90s and then it changed its name after. Okay, Sharon. Go, Sharon. Oral explosion. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I have no idea. Um, first of <laughs> Chewies? all, Sharon, where did you even come up with that? Because it's a burst of refreshing fruit flavor for you. Starburst. Also true. Um, so the answer, <laughs> and this is like, I when I say this, you like I don't think any of, like, any of us would have had any clue. Opal fruits. Mine was better. Yeah. Oh. Easily. Come on. <laughs> Oral explosion. <laughs> Hashtag Sharon wins for the week. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, all right. So question number two. Which famous twin actors featured as Barbie's friends in Tie It All Together, Sharon's year of 1999? Barbie's friends? Yep, yep, yep. I want to go obvious, and yet I want to go deeper. 
Can you go Sharon. much deeper than oral explosion? Nah. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I was asked that question, I would have no nickels. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess the Olsen twins. Yes, Sharon. Good job. Well, that Thank was you. easy. How was that easy? Was you, it, didn't, Adam? you didn't say it. Well, because I figured it couldn't be the answer. <laughs> I, it had to be something else than the only obvious answer there was. It's funny. That's I think I it, it's when, either obvious or it's uh, or it's weird. When I read the question and I saw the answer, I would have not guessed them. Actually, like I guess I mean, yeah, I guess I would have just thought it was like like an older person at that because they would have been like what ten, not even five, seven, eight, something like that in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, I thought if it was less than obvious, I was going to guess. Uh, what are the twin? The sweet life with Zach and Cody. What's their names? No, clue. one of them's on Riverdale now. Isn't it Zach and Cody? Is that their real name? <laughs> is is I think that it was is. their character names. Sweet life, S U I T E. I know too much you know about a this show that too much. was not in my demographic <laughs> at all. But I'd come home from the clubs and I'd pop on the sweet life with <laughs> Zach and Cody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Adam, can you also tell me how old the like what year the Olsen twins were born? Because I would I would like to because now they got to be what 30, yeah. 32 ish, thirty three ish. I would bet that they were like eighty nine, nineties. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, first of all, 80s? so Zach and Cody were Dylan Sprouse and Cole oh, Sprouse. Right, yes. Dylan and Cole mm-hmm. Sprouse. Yep. Thank then you. Olsen twins. Uh, Adam, before birthday. you say, I'm going to guess. So I think, so Sharon, you say 80, 89? 89, 90. Yeah. So Jody Sweeten is 40, as we said. Yes. So maybe. That makes her born in 82. Bananas. I'm going to say 87. And the point goes to Kelly Alexander. Hey. Well, oh, close enough. You were closer. The year is 86. Oh, Okay. Nice. June 13th, 1986. Cool. That's well, That puts them at 35 years old. Bananas, okay. They're not babies anymore. No. And they rarely speak in public. Why would they? They don't need to. They have <laughs> yeah, so much coin. Bajillionaires. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks anyways. Back to you, Sharon. <laughs> Back to me. How about this? Uh, Sting? He's the kind what of about guy. Him? He's the kind of guy that's been there and done that. Why? He's seventy. That's why <laughs> he's been around long enough to sort of make his way there and do Hopefully that. Hopefully, not forget his way back. <laughs> Where am I, <laughs> <laughs> Roxanne? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says uh, when it comes to being in a band, he describes the experience as um, uh, being a, a teenage gang. He mm-hmm. says, I don't think any grown man can be in a band, actually, <laughs> which is <laughs> funny when you think of all the grown men, even older than him, let's say the Rolling Stones, that are still in a band <laughs> and they're doing just fine with it. He says a band is a teenage gang. Who wants to be in a teenage gang when you're knocking 70? It doesn't allow you to evolve. I kind of think that's funny. I kind of think that's also typically Sting at the same time. Is he Like is he's got an a- opinion and... He's not afraid to tell you he's is right about a, it. Yeah, because, like, to me, this is the first time I've actually ever heard him be, like, I don't even know what the, like, I'm sure he said it with no tone, but it's like it's got tone. You know what I mean? Like, because even. Oh, I'm sure he did say it with tone. That's funny that you would think he wouldn't. I think he totally would be tone filled. Uh, I guess I haven't watched enough. Like, I only ever really watch him sing. I don't think I've ever watched too many interviews with him. So, yeah, I don't know his personality. But I, again, like, it's just like when we've talked about Liam Gallagher in the past, like, and Noel why they have to say names of people like maybe just 
don't say, but like, because he didn't, Sting called out like ACDC and, and was it the Stones? And the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. Saying that it's hard to see growth in their music. Like, okay. <laughs> well, why would you I don't say know, that? Man. Like, why would like why would he say that? It's so like not necessary. Well, the fact that they're making music, these bands that that you know are pleasing their fans and selling out arenas. Still, the Rolling Stones still sell out uh, very high price tickets. Same with ACDC. These are f- their fans love their music. Mm-hmm. Are they looking to recreate the wheel every single time? Is that a rule that you have to do that, or you're just making music because you love the music that you're making? And that's the thing, too, is, like, if you have it, like, I get that certain artists and bands want to evolve, and, like, you even see that from project to project, but there's a reason, for example, like, with me and Janet, that, like, you know, all of a sudden she's not going to do ska, probably, know what I mean? Right. Which is totally fine, but, like, I I go to her because she does pop and R&B and, like, soul, and, like, I love her voice, and that's how it is, you know what I mean? So, like, Mm -hmm. if she was all of a sudden whip out a country song like i'd still love it but it wouldn't be like rhythm nation for me and the thing about like the stones and acdc yeah they make you know kind of a similar sound each time but they're achieving it's not like they're struggling Mm -hmm. to make that sound so i think that's where you celebrate the band that you love they still sound like the band that you've always loved yeah well that's it like i this is such a ridiculous and i love sting but i'm like i'm a bit (laughs) incredulous that's my big word of the show um, I think he's he's I think he's uh, his character is is intact okay. and I don't think he's a bad guy. No. He's entitled to his opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not such a far stretch for him to have this opinion. I disagree on this one, Sharon. I don't think he should have said it. Oh, well, well, there you are. But are you surprised that he did? Well, yeah, I guess no, like I've never I guess any interview I've ever seen with him. And again, not many. He's always just come across as like a pretty cool dude. So, yeah, I guess I. But he wears a scarf. He wears too much you of know? a scarf. He wears a scarf, like in non-scarf weather. <laughs> Is it a scarf or an ascot? It's a tone. Well, either one. I'm sure he'd be fine with each. <laughs> now, it's funny that you mentioned um, uh, Liam Gallagher because that would be the, I think, the easy guess about who would fit into that gang mentality just fine. <laughs> and and when you compare his solo success, which is going great yeah. for him, like he's doing really well. Um, but he <laughs> describes it as it's boring as F <laughs> it's boring AF, <laughs> uh, to be fair. He said, it ain't what it's meant to be. I'd much rather be in a band all bashing it out together. But as long as it sounds good, that's all that matters. Yeah. I also, but he'd rather, he'd rather be in the teenage gang. Ex- well, I don't. <laughs> and uh, what I also love is that he basically said to all of his fans, don't look too closely into my lyrics because they don't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't overthink I it. I love right? that. <laughs> I love it. And that's it. so funny to me because, like, obviously most artists are like, I wrote about this because, like, this happened and, like, you know, I went through this and I'm hoping that, like, people, you know, are, relate to it and whatever. And he's like, ah, whatever. If it sounds yeah. good, <laughs> let's go with it. Well, the funny thing, too, is that there's there were what seemed, to, at least to my ear, some lyrical suggestions that he was, like, sounding apologetic, uh, wanting to bury the hatchet, just certain. Nope. Lyrics and no, I and everybody wants Oasis to get back together to do at least just one more show or a handful of shows or a tour or whatever. And so you hear lyrics like that and you're like, is he apologizing to his brother? Is he, <laughs> you know, owning his part in whatever sort of uh, brotherly battle they've been waging for decades? And I guess no, if he's telling us not to look too too deeply into it, don't overthink it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's him. He says, I know who I am. I'm very happy with what I'm about. It was probably um, uh, that they want more power. I don't know. He's that he, typical uh, Liam Gallagher, though. He's in it. He, he, uh, he uh, speaks his mind. Again, whether you ask him or not. Maybe he you'll get, and Sting you'll get the straight should deal. go in a band together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I can see a fist fight soon. Oh, my Lord. If, if they were a band. I think, you know what, for, when it comes to Sting, he was that kind of an artist that he had an idea of how he wanted things to be. And I think that's when the police sort of came to their end. Each of the individuals in the band, at least, uh, at least Sting and Stuart Copeland, I think they had personality clashes mm-hmm. well, he, for seeing how he seemed to how, how they that were supposed to move forward. In the article, right, that they that it was a struggle a bit to get through that last reunion that they did do together. So, oh, for sure, they probably shouldn't have done it, but good for them for doing it when they did mm-hmm. because then it's done. Mm-hmm. No one's, you know, as much as people would love to to, I'm sure to see the police again, they're not thinking it's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, like with um, Guns N' Roses actually making it work, and I never thought they would get back together. I still have yeah. hope for Liam and Noel. Me too. Me too. I think, why not? Like, mm. But why not? I guess they have their reasons. Why not? And they've, all, they've told us why not before. <laughs> yeah. No. More than often. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Um. Yeah. So we, we uh, I teased a little bit about the uh, Canadian country star that... Uh, wrangled in 98 degrees yeah i'm very pleased with that joke enough to have said it twice yeah. clearly <laughs> uh the beautiful harmonies uh, from our favorite decade somewhat provided by 98 degrees there was lots of harmonies in our favorite decade but 98 degrees certainly gave us uh, quite a few and getting together with brett kissel i don't know enough about brett kissel and i'm not even sure why they got together but i'm pretty happy that they did I think it's amazing that they met at an award show and that just seemed to create a relationship. And so we've got our Canadian cowboy crooner with some 98 degrees action. It's neat that um, that Brett Kissel himself referred to it as the quickest collab that has ever <laughs> happened in my entire life. <laughs> Makes you wonder how many collabs have happened yeah. before, but kind of cool at the same time. I think, I think of our... Of the bands that come from our favorite decade here on 90s Now, I think that what we've seen from a lot of them is that they're keen to keep working. Yeah. I think artists are keen to keep working, period. Mm-hmm. But but they're ready and they make themselves available. So it's neat when they can tie things together with a guy, an up-and-comer like Brett Kissel. Yeah, exactly. So good on everybody there. And uh, I'm so happy that like they're doing their thing, like 98 Degrees, like the Lachey Brothers and... Um, like the other two in the band that I do know, Jeffrey is one of them, right? And then Kathy and Kathy Susan. and Susan. I can't believe I'm forgetting their names. Anyway, they're very cutesy. Happy they're doing stuff. And like even you know, new kids right now are getting ready because they're hitting their tour in the summer, their mixtape tour that they do. Um, I believe En Vogue is with them this time, and maybe Naughty by Nature again, something like that. But I just think it's great. And like nice. New Edition still doing their thing. Like it's awesome. Yeah, it's. Uh... And it's fun because mm-hmm. it's such a sweet spot. The 90s are a sweet spot for a lot of people. So it's cool. See, that's why Carolyn mentioned that she loves listening. Yep. It works. And it it's does. still happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how about this, you guys? Since uh, we've referred to 98 Degrees, we can talk about the sweet sounds of them with our 90s rewind. Nice. You ready for ready. it? Ready. Yeah. Bone ready. <laughs> well, uh, 98 Degrees... 
I think because of their sweet sound, made the hardest things seem easy. <laughs> that was a big hit from, <laughs> from them in 1999. Nice one. Faith, thank you very much. Faith Evans, her second solo album following the death of her man, Biggie Smalls, and of the 15 songs on Keep the Faith, I like it. Yep. Great album, as you know. Uh, she is co-writer on all but two of those songs. And an album that features a whole bunch of Puff Daddy on it. And the song All Night Long called in some old school vibes and just sounds so good. Even now, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? Agreed. Agreed. Then there were a couple of uh, signature hits that were in the charts in the springtime of 1999. How about this one? Sixpence None the Richer. Haven't heard their name in a while. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And the song Kiss Me was doing very well. That just was one of those songs. And still, I think you hear the opening strums and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. It totally takes you right back. Um, and how about Eagle Eye Cherry? Great one. Similarly, I think there's like three or four chords and they just repeat the whole song, but it's so catchy. The song's called Save Tonight. Huge hit for him. And while Cher was in the top 10 with Believe... The song that basically is to blame for the introduction and use of auto-tune. Thanks, Cher. Thank uh, the Backstreet Boys were on the rise up the charts with I Want It That Way. Huge hit. Love it. BSB for okay. life. Yeah. Guess what, you guys? That's your 90s rewind. Love it. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Loving it. Cool. Well, what else do you want to talk about? I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Madonna's fishnets. Stockings again. But that, that's a treat. Just follow her on, on Instagram because she puts them out at least once a week. So I'll I'll try following her you back. You should again. Adam. I'll it's let a you treat. know how it goes. We'll see how long you last. Uh just for <laughs> reference, if you ever hear me say badada, it's uh it's a it's a callback to a time in radio where the announcer fancied himself, usually himself. Um <laughs> He had to deliver the hits, and it was very throaty and very badada. So that's <laughs> that's what I think of whenever I say the name like that. It makes me laugh. So now you know, badada. Yeah. I love it. Loving it. Thank you guys very much. Always fun to hang. Hang time. Hang time, you guys. And uh, the next time we get together to talk about an oral explosion, I will look forward to that. That might be our no. clip of the week, Sharon. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was an oral explosion. Oh. Anywho, uh, thanks to everybody for finding us wherever it is that you do that, wherever it is that you are, and for taking us along for the ride. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs>